All right. Hello, and my name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we get started, the music you just heard is fun, it's upbeat, and in a way kind of depicts me. I would like to thank and give a very special shout out to my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who provided the music for this project. They're part of a company called Cinema Sonic, which is a company dedicated to providing quality audio and visual works for your next project. They're planning on opening a new studio in the Seattle area catering to professional level podcast production. If you would like to learn more, visit their website at cinema-sonic.com. Cinema as in a movie cinema, hyphen, sonic as in supersonic.com. Well, greetings, my friend on the other side of this audio device listening to me. If you're just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary. It's just a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and really post them for anybody who might be interested. Hopefully it would inspire someone. If not, like I said, it's just kind of a mental journal that it's like a living, breathing diary that anybody can tune into. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or even to be a better human. It's just for me and anybody who wants to listen. If you don't want to listen, that's okay. But (laughs) you're listening right now, so I gotcha. Episodes one and two talk about who I am, really just how I got to where I'm currently at, which is inside of a a vertically rectangular box that I built with my ten fingers. Each episode other than episode one is 20 minutes long, and a quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show, this journal, is conversationally true to how I speak. I want to give a special shout-out to my co-worker, Oliver. I don't know a lot of people named Oliver. He's 20, and it's really cool because he's more so like a little brother. And we work in a, a really, really loud environment and have earplugs in, and he's always like listening to his music with his headphones in. And whenever I talk to him, he's got to take his his earphone out, and I appreciate him a lot. He's like my wingman at work and that like we, we do our jobs together pretty much and like check in on each other. So Oliver, you're awesome, dude. And I hope you know that. And I hope you carry that with you as long as you listen to your music and do other things in life. <laughs> Let's get started. Our first topic to win math books in sixth grade math were the coolest. When I was in elementary school, This is really hard to have a conversation with myself and a microphone. So in sixth grade, okay, not only sixth grade, but first through sixth grade, I went to Rivendell School in Fort Collins, Colorado. It was a really cool, interesting school, and I talk about it in some previous episodes. Each class, I don't know how many there were, they had a really cool way in learning math. I don't know if this was. This is like how all schools do it. Right now it's a little different because stuff is online, but I guess kids might still have workbooks. I have no clue because I don't don't have kids, so I'm not teaching anybody but myself right now. We had these math books that were maybe 50 to 100 pages of just like math problems based off like a certain 
I don't know, geometry or algebra, basic addition, subtraction. But like the very first one was like the easiest level. And then how it would work is you would have an assignment to do like pages one through whatever. Once you were done with that, you would turn your math book in the next day and then it would get graded by the teacher and then you would get it back. And then you couldn't progress until you got those, until you got like 100%. And what was also cool is each math book was named after a different animal. So just one that comes to my mind is like Tarsier. I don't even know what a Tarsier is. Let's check what a Tarsier is. Oh, cool. It's actually a real animal. Wow. A tarsier kind of looks like a koala, and it has really big eyes. <laughs> it's a small leaping primate found only on various islands of Southeast Asia. Cool. But I don't know how many of the, um, I don't know how many of these math books there were, but I think after you finished all of them, you would get into, like, I don't know, just different books, whatever. But they were really cool. They were a lot of fun. In a way, it was like com you were competing with your classmates to see who could get farther the fastest. But at the same time, like, I, I'm okay taking my time on things. Like, yes, I could compete with my fellow person, but as one of my elementary school teachers would always, always say, and maybe she still says this, is slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> she also said that if you're bad, then she would hang you by your toes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just don't be bad. But as far as, like, competing with people, some people are better at doing certain things than other people, and I'm better at doing certain things than some people, maybe. That's just how it works. Everyone's got their own pace. So ultimately, like, don't be caught up in trying to be in first place all the time. Because really, when you're in first place, like, what's going through your mind? Like, cool, I'm in front of everybody. That might be the first thing that's going through your mind, but also, like, if you are really good at something, that's a natural-born, God-given talent, and I commend you for being super good at whatever it is. And if you don't feel like you're good at anything, you are good at something. Every Everybody's a first-place winner at something. There we go. And with that, let's go to our next thing. To when we built with those rod things. So also in elementary school, a lot of us considered them toys, but it was a type of math tool. <sighs> okay, we'll pause right here because I didn't talk about sixth grade math. So bear with me and hold the thought of those rod things. So sixth grade math, there was this math teacher. I think every sixth grader had to go through this, go through her. She is super, super talented and skilled at math it would be like a group of five to ten of us maybe maybe like just six people we would go in to her office and her office was super cool like I think she had she might have had like incense burning maybe not incense but she had like some cool oils in there going on that just made the room smell really cool it helped us do math but it was really fun because like it was exciting to go do math with friends with her because she made math really fun. And I'll never forget learning how big a millimeter is. She had this like little piece of plastic. It was a square. 
So I think it was a square centimeter, but then when you flip it on its side, so the super thin side, that was a millimeter thick. I guess to add on top of the competition thing, math can be fun if you don't let it swamp you. <laughs> it's a really good understanding to have for like discounts and stuff when you buy things. Or, I don't know, I use math all the time in my head for whatever, and I'll try to appreciate it more. All the learning that that school gave to me with math. So now we'll jump forward again. Those rod things. We had free time where we could kind of do whatever we wanted in elementary school. In a certain grade, we couldn't take naps anymore, which was a bummer. Which schools should, regardless of how old you are, should have a nap time. Just to, like, bestow that upon people. <laughs> that taking naps is good. I wish I took more naps. But these rod things, they were made of wood, and they were all different colors. Imagine a sugar cube, probably a cubic centimeter. Now that represented one. Now two would be a different color, and it would basically be two of those in length, but one solid piece. And then three was three of those, one solid piece. They were all different colors, and it was super, super cool. And it would be cool, actually, to, like, get some of those and play with them. I, I kind of feel like they might be more fun than Legos, actually. Because we would just build with them. Like the most common thing that we would build would be like a vertical triangular tower. Starting with like tens at the bottom. And then working your way up to the top which would be one. And then when you like knock it down it was super cool. I want to put that on my wish list. Pretty, pretty awesome. So you can have fun with the simplest of things. Like pieces of wood. Just building stuff. And also it was cooler because they were colorful. And you can make colorful things. Like, I do remember the one that was 10 centimeters long was orange. The one was, like, tan. The two was red. Oh, I wish I knew what the other colors were. <laughs> I want them right now. It's okay. It's okay. I don't need them right now. Maybe someday I do need them. No, I do need them, just not right now. Our next topic, to when I kidnapped my friend's shoes and ate tacos. <laughs> and I've been forgetting dates of these again. Okay, math books, it's, it's just elementary school. Those rod things, also elementary school, so no specific dates. Kidnapping my friend's shoes and eating tacos, that was 2010, I think. I have a friend who, like, in high school, we were super, super close. We were so close that people mixed up our names. They said I was him and he was me. <laughs> Which we'd look nothing alike. And I love you and I miss you. And I want to hear you sing again. <laughs> anyway, this was back in Makokota, Iowa. Makokota is a really small town. It's like 6,000 people, roughly. Uh, it's no Seattle by comparison, that's for sure. I don't know what my friends and I were doing. He had a pair of purple shoes. Super beautiful and shiny. And one day I just... <laughs> I took his shoes and decided to drive across town with them, go into a restaurant and order soft shell tacos. I had his shoes or shoe sitting right next to, like, my tray. I was eating really close to it. 
he was really protective of these shoes <laughs> and didn't want them to ever get dirty. So in a way, I was like teasing him, being a pretty big jerk about it. But it was all fun. Then we, we made a YouTube channel with some pretty funny videos. Most watched video had like maybe 400 views and it was us driving around playing music through my car and videotaping us singing. It was great. Don't be a jerk and steal someone's shoes. Not even their shoes. If you're just, if you're pulling a prank on someone, pranks can go too far. Maybe he laughed, but yeah. <laughs> Which then rolls into my next topic. He he was known for loving Justin Bieber. <laughs> to when I saw Never Say Never. Never Say Never is the Justin Bieber documentary, which basically talks about the story of his claim to fame, really. So me and this guy, the same guy from the last topic, he was super, super excited that this documentary was coming out. Being in the small town that we were in, it was him, me, and uh, four or five other people to go see the documentary. I was the second person to buy a ticket the night the movie came out. And what was super cool is we actually got to go up into the projection room and see the reel, which was huge. It'd be a lot of fun to get more into, like, not only being on set of film production, but, like, behind the scenes, the post-production, having the actual movie, like, in your hand before it goes to DVD. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool to be that guy. Don't lose this. Don't lose this at all, which... <laughs> Last year, I was actually working on a feature film called Big Trouble in Seattle. But there was a day where I was transferring a bunch of footage from set to the editor. If you're transporting something that's very important, put it in a bag. <laughs> Get pumped to see that movie. It's going to be super cool. And shout out to that crew and everybody who was involved on that. It was super fun and a great experience. And it was awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, movies now aren't really happening. They're slowly starting to take off again. So it'll be interesting to see, like, if Corona 2020, just how that affects, if that will affect the movie-making process. If you say something is never going to happen to you in your life, never say never. Boom! But don't beep! <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're hitting five topics now in episode. We might even get to six. Maybe. Maybe not, though. Depends how long I just think and don't really focus on a specific anything. Like that sentence right there, I wasn't really focusing on it. I'm just looking up into space and just any word that comes out of my mouth, I'm going with. To when I saw Green Day in concert. 2010, my mom and I, we went to see family in St. Louis, but it was super awesome because my uncle was able to get tickets to see Green Day in concert. I was like 16, 17, so I wasn't necessarily in my punk days, but I had a few like rock bands that I liked, like Green Day and Rise Against in Linkin Park. I don't know all their songs. I like to say I'm an amateur, 
at everything except being myself. I'm a professional at being myself. I recently found a bunch of music, like, from my middle school days. Yeah, Green Day, Linkin Park, and Rise Against are on there. Mwah, baby, yeah, I could just listen to that all the time. I'll get to our topic, don't worry. You just have that music, though, that it really hits you deep. You either have a memory about it that you remember or don't remember from a time in your life. Like, maybe you went grocery shopping and you heard Venga Boys on the radio or something. <laughs> And, like, just forever fell in love with that one song. We like to party. Go check it out, because it's awesome. I've got a bunch of different music like that. So now, Green Day. I'm 99% sure that it was my first concert. Someone claims that Snoop Dogg was my first concert, which I very 100% remember my sister going to see Snoop Dogg. And, like, coming back saying that, like, he didn't come out on stage for a super long time. You can't justify two people having two different ideas of what is true. I mean, not justify it, but, like, it's almost impossible to come to a middle ground meeting point, which will which goes into our next topic, which I'm not talking about this episode. We'll get to it next episode. But Green Day was super cool. Like, I knew maybe one or two of their songs. I remember this guy going up on stage. Billy Joe Armstrong would sing the song, and then this guy would, like, fill in the lyric. And I was like, <laughs> if that were me, I would be the worst fan for not knowing 85% of the lyrics. <laughs> but my uncle and I, we were sitting stage right up a little ways. When I go to concerts, I haven't been to a concert in a while now doesn't really matter what seat I get as long as I can hear the music and somewhat see them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But like if it's a rave where there's a lot of people and you're close to each other and like you definitely want to see the, the DJ, the only thing I partake in is dancing with glow sticks. I don't do any super crazy other stuff like people do at raves. Concerts are cool. Okay, dancing is cool. Concerts are cool. Dancing at a concert is even cooler. And popping your knees at a Green Day concert is, like, probably one of the coolest. If you're going to go to a concert, I would highly suggest looking up the lyrics to their songs. I didn't even think of doing that before we went to see Green Day. It was like a spur-of-the-moment thing, kind of. I was like, okay, let's go. <sighs> Having a bunch of your thoughts just run wild in your head, it's like like a racetrack with a bunch of cars going around. They're all going like the general direction, but it's easy to get lost in them. Thank you for bearing with me. I think I'm actually going to like end this recording right now. <clears throat> I really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends and anyone and everyone you know. And also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which acts as my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Okay, that's good, 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 that's good. Thanks for listening.